This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I'm holding over here, page 114, um, the Kuzari the, uh, over here, who speaks about the distinction between the God of Avram and the God of Aristotle. A very profound piece. Um, the Chava, who is the, um, the Jew explaining to the king of the Khazars about Yiddishkeit, um, you indicated some issue. I need to go back again to the distinction between um, the different ways in which Hashem comes to us, in which He projects Himself to us, and um, and we will clarify this point. And I will try to add a marshal about the sunlight coming to us and how we are receiving it and be able to understand this point. In other words, Basically, what he's trying to do is find the different ways in which we perceive Hashem, understand Hashem, relate to Hashem. And he says there are two broad ways. Kihine says, Hashem is There's only one son. But the objects that are lit up by the sun, illuminated by the sun, differ based on the object rather than the sun. In other words, we're assuming the sunlight is the same, and it's the object that has different properties. So when you have something that is transparent, it sort of encapsulates the entire light that it received. So we will call, so when the light um, goes through something transparent, I mean, he says we will call it something that allows the totality of the light to shine forth. Um, and jewels, diamonds, stones that have specific colors and facets um, are notes the marshal. We call it a, a shimmering light. In other words, the light, some of the light comes through, not all of it. And anything else that doesn't allow light to go through at all, we will call it a dark light. Um, and in general, we call it light, that's it. So this general light, in other words, light in a generic way, that's sort of, that's alokim, because Hashem. Then when we speak about the light that um, suffuses something, the light that becomes part of the thing itself, that we will give it a marshal to that which is transparent, and that's the Shem Hashem. So Elohim means the divine, in a sense that the divine runs everything, it moves everything, takes care of everything, and so on. 
but it never becomes part of the thing itself. Um, it's something that it's an outside thing that everything that has um, that that looks like something must be in the in the light. But the the, the light that sort of be, goes through something and becomes part of the thing itself, that's like transparent objects. And that's the Shem Vavaya. So we have Hashem himself is the same God, but depending on who you are, is, is it just bouncing off you and producing a reflection, or is it becoming you and part of you? That's all going to be, that's all going to depend on what uh, type of uh, object it is and who you are and so on. Now, um, those souls, they came from other Mauritians, and that has, um, and they're, and they're as if the core and the heart of what humanity is. Most everybody else, they're like shells around it. So the God of these people who carry um, the essence of humanity, which is the ability to become the Shabbat Baruch they're called, <coughs> that, their God is called Hashem. Hashem so if you look at Bria Saolom, till you get to the Bria of man, and then it's the Bria of Hashem Alekim. Because there is no shame Havaya that we can say sticks to bananas. Bananas are beings that Hashem Alekim made. Um, and uh, so let, let's put it in different words also. Imagine if somebody, um, if somebody, I, let's say I'm, a, I'm an artist, I make all sorts of paintings and things and all sorts of um, creative stuff, and somebody has seen my handiwork, so <clears throat> you could say he knows a lot about me <laughs> and how I work and how I operate and what I do, but he can't really say he knows me unless he connects personally to me. The entire world reflects Hashem's um, doing. And we see Hashem as the agent who did, accomplished, made, created, and so on. But, but it's not as if what Hashem is suffuses that object. A banana is a banana. A person who is not, doesn't, is not spiritually refined is a, is a person. And there's a lot to see about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's handiwork but not enough to be able to, um, to say what Hashem is. There's a beautiful medrash, an extraordinary medrash. It says, it's, it's, it's on Yekavu Hamayim, about the, the, the waters that were, the, the, when Akashbaru said the waters should gather in and I'll create a world. So Chazal say that the water was being kept for uh, the marble. And Chazal give a, a very, very peculiar marshal. They say a king had a, 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 a kingdom populated, or a city, I guess a, ci a city or a palace, populated by people who couldn't speak, by mute people. And every time um, the king would go by, 
they would all gesture with their hands and, you know, like, like long live the king, and the king is wonderful and great and fantastic and so on. So the king said, you know, um, if the... Um, if, if somebody told the king, you know, if, if these people who are mute are, are so uh, effusive in their, in their praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, imagine if these people could speak. So he populated, built another palace and populated with speaking with people who could speak well and articulate. And each one began saying, well, Josh, about himself, I'm the greatest, it belongs to me, you get out of here, and so on. The American Revolution. So the king said, okay, we're going to go back to the, to the mute people. They, they, they do a much better job. So too, the world was it was water, and it says, and it says, "Koyl Hashem alamayim, bekoyl asmayim rab madir mishbei yamadim varam Hashem." The waters were praising. So someone said, "Well, how about making man who can talk, and then you'll really get fantastic praise." And he made man, and they started saying, "Well, we're God, and get out of here, and we want to worship our Zorah." So who brought back the water. That's the marshal. Well, what are we talking about? What's the nimshal over here? And the answer is, there are two levels of praise coming to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from the world. One is a general sense of who could have made such a magnificent world. Um, and that is a mute praise, because it gestures to Hashem, but it doesn't tell us much more about what Hashem wants and, and what are His quote-unquote inner feelings, so to speak, what is right, what is wrong. It's, it's just a general sense of, wow, Amazing. The way gesture could do it, it gives you a sense he's over there. You know, we, we gesture and point somewhere else. But there's nothing that will actually give us very, very clear um, this definitions. So, uh, so that was, and then when you created Adam was a Medaber, that meant there could be a very, very specific and clear description of Kaddish Baruch Hu, a more pneumistic description. And when we misused it, we went back to water again. So here also, the Bria was all Elohim, which is a general sense of it, and until Adam came about, it was very specific. And, and that's why it says, Chazal say, Sheim Mole HaOlam Mole. Ochen, Shleimus HaOlam Lobok in Bria HaOdom, Shehuaya L'Cholma Shekhan L'Kalev L'Pri. So everything before Adam is just a, a, a capsule in which Adam comes. Vehine says, Nobody argues on the concept of a creator. I guess this is a bit um, dated. Um, in other words, it, but we need a seichel. Look around the world. Look at the, at the extraordinary creation. Um, impossible. Where people start denying is most people will say, okay, of course there's a God and so on, but he's not Hashem. Because nevua, which means God specifically telling somebody, I want this, and this is what I like, and this is what I don't like, that seems strange. And then he gives a marshal how we can um, we can understand Akadosh uh, Baruch Hu's how is it that we relate to Akadosh Baruch Hu? Imagine in in the country of the blind, there's um, there'd be one person who sees the sun. And he knows exactly, he sees where the sun goes. We never saw it. 
And we, we walk around in permanent uh, darkness. We see his house is lit up because he knows how to build a house to take advantage of the, of the, of the sunlight. We see that his crops grow well because he knows where to plant it. And if the person say, well, that's because I can see and know where the sun goes and I just and, and I sort of uh, map my way there, we would deny it. We say, we don't know what you're talking about. Um, because, you know, there's no such thing as the sun. And it just happens to be that you're lucky. So he would reply and say, I will make as much light as I want whenever I want because I know what to do and when to do and how to do. Sort of test me. So, so I, I so it's sort of my my belief that there's a sun is not because I see the sun directly, but hey, this guy says he sees the sun and it's marvelous what he can do with it. He heats the house with it, he you know, so on. So there are meaning there are things that you can be toe faced directly and things that you toe face via third party events. B'shem Hashem, he says, Hu Hashem HaSheyichane B'kinui Panim. V'shakotsev o'yem y'panei y'leichem, e'en panei cholchem. Shem v'avaya is p'nei Hashem. V'yei kavanas ha'posek y'elech na'ashem b'kerveinu. V'hinei inyen shem alakim efshel ha'sigo b'hekish hegyoini. Al ki alayois lo'oylo mo'ishto m'sarim ha'aseichol. So, alakim, we say, okay, look around the world. Look how complex it is, look how well orchestrated it is, look how well it runs. What Hashem is. And this, by the way, pause a second, is something that um, when people ask, what is the, um, why, why isn't science enough to recognize God's prophet? Why need Torah? Um, let's just keep learning more science and we'll see more Hashem. And the answer is yes. But science is like that dumb, uh, those dumb people. It, it tells us Hashem is magnificent and organized and brilliant and so on. But, but what does he want? What is it about him? Um, it, science has nothing to, to offer in that. So, um, the, the, so philosophers and so on can be omit on that. But what Hashem is, um, that varies. But said, you can't possibly understand it from any outside analysis. It's only through prophecy where you where, where you're on a Kodesh Baruch Hu's wavelength. So he says the um, the only way in which a person can get a sense of what Hashem is is by connecting to him, and that's prophecy. Next paragraph. Um, there's a um, once he meets once a person has that prophecy, he no longer has the doubts about Elohim. He will laugh at all of the, um, at all of the rational proofs that he mustered to bring to the, about God. Imagine, Lamashal, um, imagine that 
someone tells me there's somebody, there's, there's a Yoni Tyberg who lives in Silver Spring. So I, I look at the phone records, I look at registrations, I look at this, I do a lot of Sherlock Holmes uh, legwork, and I come to the conclusion, yeah, um, you know, he's, he, there's a phone number registered here, then there was no longer a phone number, I guess he must have got the cell phone, but on the other hand, there's a house registered to him, and this and that, and, and I can build up a very, very nice case that yes, indeed, um, I've, I've come to the conclusion there's a Yoni Tyberg who lives here. If I meet Yoni Tyberg and I know Yoni Tyberg, then it's silly. Then, 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 then I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I know it. There's a very big difference between rational, um, you know, sort of conclusions and personal experience. Elohim is the result of rational conclusions. Who could have made it? How could have it come? It's too complex. It's too interdependent and so on. So I, I reach conclusions. But personal awareness, um, is, so when people speak, and this, I, I think it's an important thing to know, we must speak on a Muna Pshuta, and what's imp- you know, how do we build a Muna? So personal experience is definitely the best, but you need to get to it with other things a lot of times. <clears throat> you can't just say, you know, if I, if I, if I um, you know, I, 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 I can't just jump in and say, okay, You'll have a profound experience with them. Versus when I smoke marijuana, I also have a profound experience. So what? Um, some people actually make marijuana to God, but but um, the, 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 it doesn't say. So I do. Seichel is the good first step, but it's never conclusive. Next, um, that's called ave that a person's muchalim When I know somebody. I can bond with somebody in a way that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be nefesh. In his, in his bonding with God, he finds extraordinary pleasure. And the moving away from him, So just like if somebody's matzir shidduch to somebody, and let's say I, I say the most wonderful things about this girl, and you believe me. So I still, it means I'm willing to go out with her. But not gonna, I'm not going to give anything for that. Uh, when you meet a girl and you bond with her and, and you develop a relationship, that's when you're willing to give up for it. It's the opposite of philosophers. They look at it as a ceremony of establishing a certain truth. He says, just like we glorify the sun. Denying God is not a bad thing as much as it's a silly thing. So the Kuzari answers back, You've really explained to me the difference between Al-Kim Hashem. I understand the, this great distance between Abraham's God and Aristotle's God. Um, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, people really want to get close to him. Elohim is just, um, it's, it's, it's a logical construct. A person who's had the personal experience of God, he's willing to give up his life for God. Villa hekish, but with the people who come to it logically, when somebody comes and tells me 
is, Pyth- is the Pythagorean uh, theorem correct? I say, yes. Are you sure? 100%. Okay, guy puts a gun to my head and says, I want you to deny it. I want you to say that the three angles add up to 195 degrees. I'll tell him whatever you want. 195, it's, it'll be 195 degrees. I don't, I don't, the idea of sacrificing it, it's a truth. It's a recognized objective truth. I, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I like knowing things that are right, but I'm not going to give my life on it. He had much suffering. He suffered no costume. And, and uh, then in, in Gerba Oretz, in the Brismila, and in Yishmol, and Akedes Yitzchak, the reason why he withstood it is because he had a personal experience of God, not just a logical um, imperative. He saw clearly that Hashem sees and knows everything. rewards for every good point. Avram certainly stood now and he laughed at all of his previous, um, you know, all his previous cheshbonos. I once met somebody, it was, it was married like 50 years, a wonderful woman, very, very special person, and a very fine marriage. And they found letters that he had written home when he was dating her. And, um, he wrote like a list of all her wonderful milas that the Shatra told him. It included that she does very well, excels at geometry in class and plays accordion and does this and that, the other thing. And everyone's sitting and laughing because, I mean, all this stuff is nonsense. I mean, it, you know, it's like it, you're talking about a person who's, who's a very, very special person that, you know, but, but it, 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 the thing before is like a laundry list of, of, of like a, um, it, it, it's sort of a, uh, a, a resume of sorts, but it has nothing to do with the person. So once a person becomes president, all of these cheshbonos fall away. Time to leave that. So, um, it, it's it's by the way as as you know we we give a lot of especially by chesidim chesidus we give a lot of um, place for skenim for elders and their perception of things and so on. A, a young person loves to debate intellectually and pattern this and that. This is right. So, uh, an old person sees it as a mosepshitasa. It's it's sort of of course you know zekaladam. There's no. There's no place for, 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 for the debate and back and forth and snap and so on. And, and that's a very big difference between the person who is um, still in the process of getting there to the person who is there. That's why he's God, the, the Israel's God, because this is a very special um, connection. Israel has the potential for Nevoah, obviously provided that you cultivate it. But that's why Israel is God's land because of that. Israel is God's land because of that. 
אם כי בדיבר נביאים תמימים ומשלם דיון יסים מדי. ואין הן מועצת מנוח בקבל ספלוסופים. And that's why the people who are the, that level, they don't have much interest in philosophy. Um, even though they may be written a lot better and a lot more logically than the religious person. On the surface of it, um, it sounds like, wow, look, this person's exposition is so... And it doesn't even attract people so much. And that's very, very fascinating because there were, um, if we look around, what has attracted people to Yiddishkeit, so, so, so the, the extraordinarily well-reasoned, um, well-laid-out arguments of the intellectual haven't drawn the masses. It, it, it's rather people go, someone told me, he, his two boys were brought up in a very well-to-do area, um, very, very bright boys, and they became from both, and one of them told me that, I asked them, what were your first experiences when they were young boys, like 14 years old, they would spend Shabbos or Shabbos in Chabad, and the Havdola that, that Rabbi Blooming made was, they felt this is real. They didn't have any words for it. They just said, this is real. And, and that state, you know, in the current events, it, 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 so all the arguments in the world, all the logic, it's a, it, could, it could serve as a stepping stone, but it's not the drawing card. The drawing card is a certain hakar of the current events. Okay, hold it here.